Now, now, real people, real opinions. Nighttime talk with Niall Boylan. Ireland's classic hits radio. I've always wanted to talk to a judge. I've always wanted to be a judge. There's a bit. I love Judge Judy. There's a bit of power behind it, isn't it? I, I, I don't know why people watch Judge Judy or not. I've been slightly addicted to it, and. Uh, I know all her little sayings about the bill of clean hands and all that kind of stuff, you know, or turn your listening ears on. And I love that idea of being a judge and making decisions in people's in people's lives. I sound, I sound like a power freak now, don't I? No, but, you know, making the right decisions, because so many times you hear judges making bad decisions and you think you can do better. Maybe you can't, but it must be difficult being a judge, you know, particularly if you're in a district court. And, you know, one minute you're hearing a guy and he's gone five miles an hour over the speed limit and the next minute there's some guy in who's either stabbing somebody with a knife and then five minutes later you got somebody else in for family law, you know, over separation or divorce and you're really not in the mood for it and you just go, oh, yeah, give him the money, get out. Yes, you know, it's, it's, it's a difficult job, I imagine, to get the right decisions because the power to change somebody's life is in your hands. In your hands. You can put somebody in jail for five years or you can give them a fully suspended sentence. That's in your hands. Anyway, the death penalty. And I'll tell you the reason why we're talking about it. We all know at this stage that Joseph or Joseph Pushka was found guilty last week of the murder of Ashley Murphy in Tullamore back in January 2022. And what a tragic, tragic murder it was. And again, condolences to Ashling's family, her friends, her boyfriend, and everybody that knows her. Her murder sparked outrage all over the country and many Irish people believe it shed even more light on the increasing problem of violence against women. And even though justice for Ashling Murphy is a great thing for our society and for Ashling's family, it is only the start of the fight for a safer Ireland and more justice for victims. Now, the Minister for Justice, Helen McEntee, has now pushed for new legislation to be passed sooner rather than later, which will allow judges to give a minimum 30-year sentence for criminals who have committed extremely violent crimes and murders like Joseph or Joseph Puska. Uh, I do believe this is a step in the right direction, but is it enough? And this is what I'm hearing people saying since this announcement was made. We've gone from a 25-year mandatory sentence for murder, uh, because that's what life is in this country, so maybe 30 years. And people would say, oh, that's not enough. You know, the rest of their life wouldn't even be enough. And I've even heard some people saying, the death penalty. Now, the death penalty in Ireland was last given to somebody back in the 1950s. It wasn't actually taken out of our constitution until the early part of 2000, 2001. Mind you, it was done away with long before that. But it was only after we joined the EU that we took it out of our constitution. Now, because we're part of the the European Union, we can't put it back in again. So realistically, to bring back the death penalty, we would have to leave the European Union. Um, But in saying that, hypothetically, if we could, would you? There is arguments for and against the death penalty. The life for a life argument is always a good argument, isn't it? You know, they took somebody's life so they don't deserve to live. The other argument is, you know, if you're the victim or the victim's family and say it was your daughter or your son, would you like the perpetrator to have a quick get out? In other words, that's it. They're gone. They don't really suffer. Death is not really suffering, is it? You know what I mean? Would you rather they spend the rest of their life miserable in a cell? I think I'd rather that to some degree, provided I was guaranteed they were going to be treated badly while they were in there. In 2022, 18 people across six US states were executed after receiving the death penalty for their violent crimes. And over half of the American people are still very much in favour of the use of the death penalty, and half of the states actually have it. Um, And in saying that, many men 
and women languish on death row for years because they have appeal after appeal after appeal. And there has been cases, quite rare nowadays, but in the past probably more so, where innocent people have ended up on death row and later to be proven by DNA evidence that they weren't actually the killers. So we do make mistakes. There has been a couple of cases, I'm not going to mention which ones, but there's been one high-profile case in this country, um, certainly in the last 10 or 15 years, where there's doubt. And the evidence may not have actually been there, but we kind of knew he did it. Um, So in saying that, you know, we could make a mistake. We could send the wrong person to the electric chair or the firing squad as they have in Utah, uh, or many other ways of executing people. Now, they do it in other countries too, but they are less humane about it. And there are some countries where they give the death penalty, some savage countries, and they burn people alive and all sorts of things. But anyway, that's not what we need to do. The argument also against the death penalty is the state are now committing the same crime that the murderer committed, which is murder. But is that really what we need to do? Even if our sentencing laws are too lenient, is the death penalty a step too far? I want to know what you think. I want to know, in principle, do you agree with the death penalty? Now, remember, the death penalty is only given out for serious murders. It's not given out for manslaughter. It's generally not even given out for murder in most cases. It's given out, say, for example, in cases where a woman is violently raped and murdered or where somebody is brutally murdered. Um, it's, it depends on the judge. So I want to know, do you believe we should have the death penalty in Ireland? Would you like to see the death penalty in Ireland for certain crimes? Certainly for the murder of a child or the rape of a child. In some countries, they have the death penalty as well. Let me know what you think. The number is 87 8 I believe all paedophiles should get the death penalty, by the way. Uh, 87 8 Should we have the death penalty? Do you agree with the death penalty? All right, let me go to Connor. Connor, hi, how are you? Uh, Grant, Grandma. Uh, I think that is uh, too good for paedophiles, by the way. Uh, no, I'd... Uh, me. Yeah, no, I think uh, life means life and yeah, just just let them rot mm. and uh, no no entertaining appeals or any of this because I know in 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 the US it costs absolute absolute billions or millions in terms of appeals and people on debt row and everything I mean, if if America's bad, could you imagine Ireland? Mm. I mean, and how how it, how how bad it'd be in our kind of uh, justice system and kind of the grift at times that goes on here. So yeah, I it's it's a total waste of money. Mm. Uh, the death penalty just let them rot. That's it. Okay, so I'm still a little bit confused. Are you promoting it or are you against it? Because the prison system, of course, as you rightly said, is is a lot of a lot of money. You're you're talking eighty five thousand per prisoner per year, roughly, uh, of taxpayers' money. So anybody who goes to jail for life, which is twenty five years in this country, roughly between twenty and twenty five years, depending on good behavior, you know, are costing quite a substantial amount of money to the state. I know one point six million. To be honest, yeah. I know, but I mean, uh, if if someone is on death row, let's just say in Ireland, mm. like you know, oh, yeah, and they I don't appeal understand. and appeal yeah. and appeal, the amount of solicitor fees and you know the grift that goes on in this country, yeah, and yeah, yeah. the solicitor culture and, and everything, they're getting enough money, so just let them rot. 
rather than entertaining and creating another industry for solicitors and and the law profession, basically. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, that's what I think. Sorry, sorry initially. No, 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 that's okay. No, I was just a tiny bit confused. And, and yeah, and, and, and in relation to, uh, you know, the death penalty in America, there are arguments that, you know, victims would say, oh, well, look, I would rather somebody spend the rest of their life in jail and they mean the rest of their life. I think that's part of the problem. You know, if you violently, say, rape somebody and kill somebody or stab someone to death, surely you should go to jail for the rest of your life. Life should mean oh, yeah. life, shouldn't Absolutely. it? Absolutely. Absolutely. With no appeal and no no entertaining any appeals and that's it, you know? Yeah. Uh, life means life. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, yeah, it was a member of your family, Connor. You know, and I'm sorry, I would hate to think of that, but if it was a member of your family, would you prefer that somebody go to jail and spend the rest of their life in a six-foot cell being treated like shit, or would you prefer they got a bullet in their head straight away? Uh, I'll tell you what, some, uh, something like that did actually happen to to my family, yes, and yeah, no, I'd prefer them to rot in prison no. rather than death. Death is a quick release for them. Yeah, because and, you'd like to be lying there at night thinking they're in a cell somewhere pissed off. Miserable. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And and, and in fairness, like, you know, uh, God only knows uh, God might have mercy on them. So uh-huh. let, let them be miserable for the rest of their lives. Okay, well, 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 hang on. Stay there. Let me just go to James as well. James, hi. How are you? Good evening there. How are you? How are you doing, James? James, the death penalty. Good, bad, or indifferent? Death penalty. If you look at Island Men there, if you look at Island Men, we haven't clear myself, but the Island Men is nearer to you than it is to me. Back in the 50s, there was one prisoner in Isle of Man prisoner, prison because of dirt. They were beaten prisoners because of their criminal offences. Now it's just been abolished and the, and the prison is full of prisoners. Mm. Yeah, that was the, they, they used to trash them with the birch in the middle of the town. Yes. Yeah, I remember that. Mm. I don't think they do that anymore, do they? They don't do that anymore. No, human rights will stop that. Yeah, human yeah. Human rights will stop that. Yeah, well, I know Amnesty International have a lot to answer for. But, but, okay, so, but would you prefer if somebody, and I hate to use this analogy all the time with listeners, but if something happened to a member of your family, would you prefer if they went to jail for the rest of their life or if they were sentenced to death? Which would you prefer? I prefer I prefer going to jail because um, in certain cases, in my case, no, but in certain cases, like in, Birmingham Six and people like that. Mm. They got second chance in life. The second chance in life. So if they're if they were capital murder in that case, go to jail, go to um, kill them off, and that would be bad. Be bad for them, like bad yeah. for second chance in life. Yeah. So they should got second chance. Yeah. They got second chance. So okay. Good for them. Oh, okay. Thanks for that. Let me just go to to Breda if I can. Breda, hi. How are you? I'm Nile. How are you? I'm good, Breda. Delighted to hear, isn't it? Well, I could always be better. You know what I mean. The lottery would do it. The lottery would pretty well, much do it. If you, get, if you get the numbers, pass them on with shares. Yeah, or the American lottery. When I was there the last oh, time, yeah. I think it was one point two billion on the super, the super oh. ball or the Powerball, whatever they call it. That would be nice. But you can't, you can't bring home all that. You're only allowed X amount because you're a visitor. You can't bring it all. Well, now, do you think I'd be concerned if they, even if they took half of it on me? Do you think I'd be concerned? <laughs> <laughs> No, not really. Neither would I. But yeah, but they, they do. Saying. They do a deal on the lottery over there that if you win the lottery, you can take it all, but you don't get the whole amount. So let's say it's a million or a billion quid, right? You yeah. can you could take I don't know eight million or whatever it is, or eighty million, should I say, and you could 
take it a lump sum, or if you want the whole lot, they give it to you, but they give it to you per year for the rest of your life. Life. Yeah. Life, yeah. Yeah. I think I'd take the lump sum and chance yeah. and just off I'd go because Yeah, because you'd be dead to, you could be dead tomorrow, yeah. No, my luck I get knocked down by a bus the next day or something. <laughs> the thief the money be there for everyone else to enjoy if I wasn't around. Well, speaking of America, twenty seven states, almost half the states yeah. in America have the death penalty. Yeah. Um so well actually more than half have the death penalty. Um, and I don't know whether it works or not because I remember reading research into one of the states I can't remember which one it was and they said that in that particular state homicides weren't any less than anywhere else in other words it doesn't really seem to deter people from committing very serious crimes Well I think if people have that persona about them Nile, it doesn't matter what you have put in place for them they think they can beat the system and they think they can get away with it if somebody harmed my lady right they can hang them from a rope from the highest tree they can find because I just I, I couldn't bear to think they were living. Even if it's in a cell, they're still getting fed three times a day. They have all sorts of privileges. They've library. They can they can find God again. God forgive me for saying that, but they can. And, you know, they're doing this and they're doing. No, I wouldn't want them in this world. I want them gone. I mm. want them annihilated off the earth. Gone. Would you not? Would you not get a certain satisfaction knowing they're in a six-foot cell, you know, with a jacks in the no. corner, with a smell of shite? No. no, no, because it's they're affiliated. Like, just say they were affiliated to somebody. Like, they all look after each other in there. If if it's a paedophile, cut it off and let him walk around the search for the rest of his days with nothing. I, I don't. I, I, you said kill them. I actually think it's more punishment for them not to have anything down there and no urges anymore. So I just cut that off, get rid of that. Mm. Um, but I think when it comes to, like, those, those 15 young fellas that killed, kicked that poor kid to death in, in, in America the other day, like, they, they should never see the light of day again. Now, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be for a death penalty, even though I think it was probably maliciously done at the end of the day. It started out one and one, and then they all just went in on the poor kid and killed him. But, I mean, I think they're an adult... And you know exactly you're going out to do something. It's premeditated and it's really nasty and serious. Hang them. Do what you like with them. Yeah, I know. The death penalty is not used in every murder. It it depends on the state. It's state by state. And by the way, you don't even have to murder. In some states, you can get the death penalty for, you know, serious injury and raping a child. Um, You know, so... Proper order. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, they've destroyed that child. And And I agree with the American system. Three strikes and you're in there for the rest of your days. You'll never see the light of day again. Well, see, but that's the re- yeah, but the reason for that is the American prison system is different to Ireland and the fact that it's privatised. So it's a money-making machine. So that's why 5% of the American population have been in jail at some point. In other words, if you commit a crime in America or three strikes, depending on which state you're in, you're going to jail and you're going for a long time. Whereas in Ireland, how many times do you hear of somebody with, you know, I don't know, 74 convictions and never been in jail once. You know what I mean? But, but, but this is where the whole system is wrong in this country. Like, we need to start coming down hard and fast on, on these people. Privatise it if you have to then. Put, give the incentive there to a few people to build a few jails. Put them in. Strip them of everything. I don't agree with them having tellies, anything else. I think computers, access to anything. Strip them bare. Put them out in an island. I, I, I agree with you in a sense, but I do believe there's different types of prisoners. You know, you've got your scummy prisoners, your dangerous prisoners, 
Then you've got your lad who committed fraud or didn't pay his TV license or whatever it that's is. Different. No, yeah, that's but that's different. what I'm saying. So you have people who are in jail for different reasons. You know, some are a danger to society, some are not. I've always believed those who are not a danger to society shouldn't be in jail. They should be doing community service. That's a whole other argument. But yeah, you know, that's a mouse painting. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I mean, I, I don't believe that you know that the lad or the girl that you know didn't pay a fine or something should be in there on bread and water. Oh, you know what I mean? Absolutely not. Absolutely. Well, they don't live for bread and water now. But no, no, not anymore. I know. No. Sorry, they're probably better fed than you and I are sometimes. Right, but anyway, um, yeah, no, I mean, it depends. Of course, it depends on the severity. But like, there, there's, there's women won't come forward and 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 report rape in this country because the people they get away with it. They get two to three years, and that's it. Like, oh my God, you've turned some poor girl or chap's life completely upside down. They'll never recover from it, and this fucker is out walking around after three or four years. Mm-hmm. It's wrong. They should be given at least 25 to 30 years. If you look look at the man that got out and re-offended. They're out on, on bail while they're waiting to be trialed and then they go and re-offend again. Oh, the average murderer, yeah, the average murderer in Ireland comes out after about 10 to 15 years. You know what I mean? And that's, it depends on the murder, yeah. how high profile it is. You know, the likes of the Osa Pushkas of this world, that scumbag, he'll be in jail for a long time. Probably do 22. Yeah, well, probably tw- well, he probably do 22 years. But he's what age is he, Niall? Well, he's only a young... He's well, 32, isn't he? So he's, he's still in his 50s. Oh, yeah. He still has a good bit of life left in him when he comes out. He still has a good bit of, Yeah, that girl's life is gone and her family's life is yep. destroyed. And the boy, everybody, you know, everyone connected with that poor girl. Their lives are turned upside down. They should ne- he should never see the light of day again. Never. Mm-hmm. And I do agree with him that he should be given the death penalty. If we have the death penalty in this country, he should be given it. Yeah. So would you That's like would you like to see it brought back then in certain circumstances? In certain circumstances, yeah. I think we need to, the whole system here, we need to come down hard and heavy on murderers, rapists, paedophiles, you know, anybody like that, on, on whatever the level it is like but we should start out at 30 years and work it up to life and life means life you never see the outside of that prison well, that, well that's what they do in America life. when they say life in America it, they, they, the judge will say for the rest of your natural life your life yeah, yeah. but that we should be doing the same here I, I always thought it was funny in America when you get three lives in three life sentences oh, yeah, I yeah, said how yeah. do you serve that when you're when you're reborn they just put you forget about kindergarten you you're going st- you're going straight back into jail yeah well I think in the sense when they give three life sentences it means you're never ever ever going to be able to get out of that door never but you here's know, the thing in most countries in the world they have consecutive sentencing in other countries in the world we have concurrent sentencing in Ireland right yeah which I think is true it, 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 I've never come across that in so ridiculous in all your life what the concurrent sentencing essentially means it is if you're going to kill one person you might as well kill five or six while you're at it yeah. because you're only going to get this yeah one sentence yeah which is wrong it, it should be consecutive and, and I mean like anybody that does any harm to somebody and has re-offended and whatever else it, just put it all on and put you in there for the rest of your days Okay, well, well, ha- well, hang on, Brita. Stay there. Let me just go to Alan as well. Alan, hi. How are you? Good night, you. By the way, I'm not suggesting people should be killing multiple people, or they certainly shouldn't, but it's it's ridiculous no. when you hear of a mur- the murder of three people and they get a 13 or 14 year sentence for each one of them and it's served concurrently. That just makes no sense to me. Because yeah. that's Ireland's a joke. Yeah. And our justice system's a joke and our justice minister's a joke. She's reactive and not proactive. And that guy you just mentioned, right, that's, that's going to jail. He shouldn't serve a sentence in Ireland. He should be deported from the country and locked up in his own home country 
and he should become a financial burden on his own country. I would prefer, I, you know what, Alan, I don't agree with you. I prefer to I see him know. in jail here where we know where he is and we know he's in jail. And he, no, can't he should be locked, up, he should be locked in, up in his own country. It's what should happen. He should but be sure. brought back to his own country and locked up for 23 years or 30 years or whatever it may be in his own country. Because I guarantee you, if he gets out after, tw- hang on, if he gets out after 20 years, right, as, we, as we've seen in this country, if people come into this country commit crime, they're back out in the streets working on it. He should have never been here in the first place. He committed crimes. He, he was already. He had convictions in his own country before he even came here. And that goes down to and people are going to say, "Well, we're part of the European Union, and you, you can have free movement of people." Mm. But people don't realise is you can you can refuse entry to this country from any person from any European country if they're deemed to be a threat to, to the people of other country. Yeah. And right. unfortunately, he's not the first person we've seen come into this country who has multiple convictions that goes on to commit crimes. Mm. But that. He, okay. For me, they should be straight out. Getting straight back out. to the death but, penalty. Yeah, okay, yeah, so Amnesty yeah. International will claim it's inhumane that essentially what they're, what they're saying is is you're murdering somebody for murdering somebody and that doesn't, that's hypocritical. No. In other words, the, the government no. or the state become the murderer. No. Your actions have consequences. And so, do we believe death penalty in all circumstances? No. If you're a terrorist and you go out and you get off a bomb or whatever it may be, my God, you should be thrown off the highest cliff we can find. That's where, that's where you should be going, straight out. If you fiddle with kids, I'm sorry. You mm-hmm. don't belong in this earth. Mm-hmm. You do not. But if someone accidentally does something, something happens, that's a different story. They should, you'd have to work that one through. But I think if you're no, well, manslaughter, you would never get the death penalty for manslaughter. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, manslaughter, but no. if you're purposely going out to stab someone, knife in the throat, whatever, he shouldn't be here. See, like, there's a fine line. I, I, I'm, I'm sure both of you understand that the fine line between manslaughter and murder you know, and the intention of murder, you know, like we've had people go to, you know, so you, let's say you have a Barney with your missus and the two years are having a fight and your missus picks up a lamp and smacks you across the head and you die. That's manslaughter. Um, she didn't set out that day to kill you. It was just a fact of what happened at the instance that, that occurred. Now, she probably knew she might kill you by hitting you across the head with a lampshade, but that's still not the point. It's still not murder. It's manslaughter, right? No. Um, should somebody go get the death penalty for that? So, sorry, Brita. No, it's not. That wasn't premeditated. No, that's you know that's man's. It's it's when it's meditated. When you go out deliberately to harm somebody and destroy their lives or kill them or you know rape and and then murder somebody, then give them the death penalty. Yeah, hundred percent. I don't. It's. I was looking it up there now. It's one point six million for 20 years to keep someone in jail. That's and what I just said. Years. That was a good guess. By the way, I said 1.6 million about 10 minutes ago. Yeah. I worked it out about 85 grand a year. Yeah. Yeah. So 2 million then if you keep them in for 25 years. Like, get rid of them. Why should we be, why should our taxpayer money be paying 2 million for these fellas to sit? They're never in the cold. They're never, you know, like there's poor families living in a, in a hotel room that money could be used to build for instead. You know. Yeah, but there are, yeah, but there are. And I'll say this to both of you: there are people out there who are relatives of victims, who would prefer to see somebody suffer for twenty-five or thirty years rather than a quick death. Well, yeah. Okay. Well, then let them make get up and make their victim speech and say to the judge, "I know the death penalty is on the table here, but I would actually prefer for them to be spend the rest of their days behind a wall." They do that in Japan, by the way. Again. In Japan, the victim's family decide what happens to the perpetrator. Yeah, well, I that's not a bad idea. Not be deadly. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
would. Like, it's not a bad idea. I can imagine. Alan would say to the judge, can you throw him off the highest building? No, no, I'd say, I'd say can you, can you, can you put him in the middle of a motorway, tie him to, tie to either side of the motorway and drive a truck straight at him? I know, you're very dark, Alan. Yeah, that's no, because he, he wanted to see what's coming. Yeah, that, I, make me justice for minister or the minister of justice, and we'll uh, we'll have a bit of fun. I mean, it is a huge problem in the world, murder, because um, the psychology of it. Uh, if you get really deep into it, human beings are nine times more likely to kill each other for no particular reason, apart from anger or revenge or whatever it happens to be. In the animal kingdom, animals kill each other for boundaries, territory, uh, a mate, whatever it is, or to be you know the the head of the pack or whatever it is. It's they're not like human beings; they don't do it for fun and entertainment, animals. We're actually the worst when it comes to the animal kingdom. We kill each other. We are vicious. Oh yeah, we're nine times more likely than any other animal in the animal Mm. kingdom to kill each other, which is horrendous, isn't it? Let's, let's look at that lad that, that, that arrives up in the airport and decides to start stabbing people because he's up. We can't, and I do me a favour, Alan, stop right there, okay? You, right, can, can, you okay. can't talk about that case because it's still before the courts, okay. all right? Um, all right. But get back to other cases. You can talk about Joseph Pushka if you want. That case is done and dusted. No, I, but my, I, if I was to my, my thoughts on that one, right, he's, for me, if we had that penalty, I'd give it to him, right? But I also go back to my, my point. People like him should not be, shouldn't, we got past by shooting the country in the first place. But he should be put back to his own country to serve the full sentence that the Irish courts give him in his own country and suffer in his own country and be a burden but, on but, his own country. But Alan, the only problem with that is his country may have completely different um, sentencing laws for somebody like that. And once he goes back into his own country, he's then under their sentencing laws and their governing of, of how things should be done. So he could get out after five years. Could, yeah. I mean, that, that's the that's the only reason I, I disagree with you, that I would prefer to know that he's in jail. And I think we know he will be, uh, because it's such a high-profile case. He's not getting out before at least 23, 24 years. Yeah. So, so, well, the other well, thing, Niall, yeah. Go how, ahead. How, how are immigration not picking up on these guys having criminal having a criminal background? Because they're not checking people. Because they're not checking people. Because they use citizens that don't get checked. But you're, and that, 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 that's a serious problem that needs... Of course it is. Like, of course. It's the people, right? But it has to be... And I apply the same the same stuff to if Irish scumbags are leaving to go... Absolutely. I apply the same rules. They shouldn't oh, be going. Yeah. yeah, I mean, this is not just about immigration. I don't want to make it into that. It should apply to Irish people who commit similar crimes as well. And Okay, stay there for a second. Let me go to Eddie as well. Eddie, hi, how are you? Stephen, all you well. Grand. Eddie, the death penalty in general, you know, I suppose we associate it more so with America, although in many Middle Eastern countries, or, uh, countries in the Middle East, they have the death penalty too, but quite barbaric in the way they do it. But let's talk about America. It's a Western country. Half of the states, more than half, have still got the death penalty. Noel, I would be in favour of the death penalty. Mm-hmm. I would pretty much prefer that someone died a horrible death by electrocution, fried to a crisp, knowing that they're not breathing the same air as me for the rest of my life. That would give me great comfort. Because these are the people that say, I would like to see them suffer in jail for 20, 25 years. Eventually when they get out, all their emotions are going to change. They're all going to come flooding back. And they'll be changing the tune then. You know? But that's because they're, well, they're getting out. If you, you go to many states exactly. in America, you won't get out. You're in jail for the rest of your no, natural but I'm life. No, over here. Yeah. Over here. You know? well, would that be better um, then, that we change the laws to put people in jail for the rest of their life? No, why should, like the other caller said, why should they be a burden on our taxes? I'd much prefer that two million or two and a half million of 25 years to be spent on a worthwhile cause, not keeping some scrote in a six foot by six pri- uh, prison cell. Mm. Yeah, get rid of them. Get rid of them. 
a life for a life. You've took a life. You've gone out and you've committed premeditated murder. And you see all these other judges. I don't know whether I'm allowed to mention any judges. Don't mention judges' names. No. Okay, we know the one we're talking about. Uh, beginning with N. That's all as far as I say. <laughs> some of the some of the some of the sentences that guy gives. I mean, you could go out and commit rape, a sexual assault, and you get seven or eight years, and you're out after three. I don't believe in getting out for good behaviour. I don't believe no, in good behaviour. You didn't show no. your victim good behaviour when you gave them life-changing injuries. You shouldn't get good behaviour. You get eight years, you do eight years. Simple as that. What, what is it? It's a, man, it's a mandatory 25% off your sentence if you don't misbehave. No, no, sorry, you get nothing. You get absolutely nothing. Mm. You get 20 years, you do 20 years. Yeah. Simple as that. Yeah. You okay. didn't show your victim good behaviour. Why should we show it to you? Our courts are too soft. Our prison services are too soft. No one, no one here fin- uh, finishes a, a sentence. They always get out early. No, I'm sorry. And uh, like going back to the death set. I, I mean, I we got a, we got a good, a good case, a good example coming up very soon. The next, um, maybe Amanda could check for me there. But I think Joe O'Reilly is due out of jail in the next three years. Stop, he is not. I think so. Yeah, Amanda, could you check? And, and, Amanda, and you imagine, yeah. and you imagine how Joe O'Reilly are going to feel when he gets out. They're going to change the tune and go, God, I wish he wasn't seem, It doesn't seem that long ago when you think about it, but it is actually no, a good way to go down. Yeah. It's 15 years now, isn't yeah. it? Or 12 years? Yeah, I, I don't know. But he's due, he, he's due out before the end of this decade, that's for sure. Anyway, I'll find out exactly when. But, I, but um, Amanda, if you look, have a look for me now. And not only that, when he comes out, will he be given a, a different name? And, and no, no, that, no, no. They do, that doesn't oh, happen. No. no. So he'll have to, he'll have to, he'll have to, to live, live with the consequences. I, I always, you know what? I, the Joe O'Reilly case, I had a huge interest at the, at the time. I don't know if you all remember the Joe O'Reilly case, of course. I do, yeah. And his wife, his beautiful wife, Rachel, who he murdered. And um, I remember at the time, everybody knew he did it. It was the weirdest thing ever. And he, Now, I lived in Swords and he lived in Swords. Uh, he lived up in the Nall, just up past Swords. And um, everyone knew he did it, right? And he still hadn't been arrested yet because he went on the Late Late Show. Do you remember that? Yeah. And yeah. he, he's and, and, as brazen and, as you like. And you could see Rachel's mother didn't even want to look at him because she knew he did it. Um, Pat Kenny, who was presenting the show, knew he did it. You could tell he did it. He he yeah. did what typically what liars do, went into too much detail, wouldn't let anyone else speak. It was kind of weird. There was no emotion. There was no tears. It was the yeah. oddest thing ever. And then the following day after the Late Late Show, I had my kids who were all very young at the time. And uh, I had them over in Galaxy, which is a playground, a play place for kids, you know, ball, you know, ponds and slides. I'm sitting down having a cup of tea and who sits down beside me? Joe O'Reilly. And he's quite a tall chap. He's quite a bit. And I'm going, I'm thinking to myself, I'm sitting beside a murderer. I knew he'd, everyone knew that he had done it. And I'm, and I'm sitting there and he was brazen. And you want to see everybody in the place was looking at him. Did you ask him? What? No, he didn't. Why not? Yeah, and I guarantee you now, every single person there from Joe Public would have preferred if he was, if he wasn't getting out, if he was uh, electrocuted. You know, mm. people like that don't deserve to breathe the same air as those people. No, mm. you know, no. they just don't deserve and then, it. And then, isn't he true? Is he entitled to inherit whatever the house and everything else from, from, from the death as well? Well, there was a whole. Um, what was the other case of the chap up in Holt who killed his wife? Yeah, your man up the Holt. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a whole he, he case got... about that, about them trying to stop him getting the inheritance, and I don't and think, and they couldn't. It. Now they couldn't stop no. him from getting it. Imagine, so he killed his wife, and he's going to walk away. 
with whatever amount of money. So he, he can start a new life and not look back and think twice about anything. Draconian laws, just ridiculous. How can you benefit from taking a life? But he can escape his country now and go live somewhere else try and build a new life. Well, that's what the guy, yeah, in, that's that's what the guy in Hope did. He went to England. Yeah, yeah. that's, that's he, what he'll he do. Joe O'Reilly won't be able to stay here. He'll be gone. He'll be gone over to murder. Convicted murder, he shouldn't be able to leave the country. He should be made to stay in the country, can't leave the country, and should not be allowed to go live in any other country. And that's the way how, how many people from other countries are living here that have probably done the same? Oh, yeah. Don't yeah. And, and, that, and, that, and yeah. that shouldn't be happening. That's one, I 100% say that should not be happening. If, I'm sorry, if you've got convictions in another country, Except for driving offences, wherever it be, right? But if it's rape, murder, paedophilia, drugs, you shouldn't be here. And like, we have to have some sort of moral standard at some stage. We kind of every. So that goes back to the, the young of people coming in. Yeah, but I apply the same rules to Irish people going living in any other any other country around the world. If they're convicted of murder, paedophilia, they should not be allowed to the country. They should be meant to stay here where where they're known, and they can't get anything else. Mm-hmm. But where, where, where do they live? Where do you put them? Because, I mean, I wouldn't Bike want them Island. living down two, two doors down from me. Well, that's fine. But they're now, they've served their sentence, you see. This is the problem. They've served their sentence. They're now a free person to be able to move around freely in the country that they are born in. So you can't just put them out onto Spike Island because that would be against their constitutional rights. Now, I agree yeah. with you. Put them on Spike Island and make let them live on dry bread and water and let them have to cut down trees to get wood and heat and whatever else. But that will never happen. These and we wouldn't have out. this problem if you had the death penalty. Just be done with them. No, but exactly. Exactly. I agree with you. I, 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 sorry, Amanda's still looking at me there. Now, I know, I know Joe Riley was refused parole uh, only as recently as October um, for the fourth time. But that doesn't mean he won't be getting out soon. So I'm trying to remember the sentence he got when he got a time just passes by so quickly that you just don't remember. But Spike Island is a good idea, by the way. Can I point out whoever mentioned Spike Island there? That's, that's a good we, idea. We have these islands. We should be actually, like Alcatraz, what we should be putting, we should be putting prisons on these islands where we should be putting prisons. So they're completely off the island and keep them out away from everyone. Mm. That's where they all should be locked up. Not in the centre of Dublin. Yeah, or yeah, to get, to, get them off the island altogether. Well, I will, the only thing I will say, and I'm not defending murderers in any shape or form, is it's the least likely crime to reoffend. Even less than theft. So, oh, yeah, so a murderer will generally only murder one person in their life. You know, the, when they could do their time in jail, they come out, they don't murder again. I mean, the interesting one is Malcolm MacArthur, one of the longest serving prisoners in Irish history. Now, he was released, as you know, well, it must be four years ago now. Um, I've seen photographs of him online at events, museums, walking around, you know. Now, we all know that he killed Bridie Gargan, and he was also, he believed he was never trial for killing the farmer. What was the farmer's name again? I can't remember his name, that he took his gun. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, because at the time, sure, he was he was mixing with the high ploy. He was a gentleman. He was living with the Attorney General at the time. So there was a whole hoo over that. The government nearly collapsed over it. Anyway, he he's free. He's a free man, and he's walking around. And by the way, I would love to interview him because I would love to know what goes through the mind of somebody who does that, who does something like that. Someone, someone like that wouldn't be in. He'd want to keep a low profile. He wouldn't ever admit like that. He, he wanted an interview. No, no, I know. You know. Yeah, I know. I know. I understand. But like, it's just, I just find it, I'm into human psychology. I have a great understanding of it, but I just want to know what goes through the mind of somebody yeah. who randomly commits, commits an act of murder. But getting back to the death penalty, Eddie, 
you know, we outlawed it in the 19... Well, the 1950s was the last death penalty in Ireland, the last person who was given the death penalty. We outlawed it in the, 19, the late 1970s, but we didn't actually remove it from the Constitution until we joined the EU proper back in 2000, the start of 2000. So, in saying that, we couldn't bring it back because we're part of the EU, unless we left the EU. Britain could bring it back if they wanted to. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I just think it had a long game. When this Joseph pushed to get out, that uh, Ashling's family are still going to be alive. And, oh, no, it, just, it makes your skin crawl to know that he's out, so a free on, man. On that, but will, will, he be automatically, no. will he be automatically deported from the country? Or will he be no, the no, country? no, no. Well, I don't know. No, no. That's, 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 that's the problem. He won't be. He'll be allowed to stay in the country. He'll apply for social welfare. He'll apply for all this crap and get it. That's, and that, that's the rope and saw even further into the womb. No, I, your man's live off right. people. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. So Riley was given a life sentence, and he isn't because of twenty. He's entitled to a twenty-five percent reduction, remission for good behaviour. So that means he should get out in another year. But they're saying he won't get out. The, the parents are adamant he's not going to get out early. So he's going to have to serve a few more years. But he's still, he's still only fifty something. Like he, he could still go off and get oh, married. But he will, he will be out. But he'll be out. He'll be out by the end of this decade. That, that's what I'm saying. He right. will be out in the next few years. Yeah. yeah sorry, Eddie. There's Irish people living in tents this winter, freezing cold, with no food, starving. This Joseph Puska yeah. is going to have a roof over his head and three meals a day. Yeah. Just isn't right. Just isn't right in my book. Libraries and all sorts of things. Yeah, yeah I agree TV'd with a lot. Yeah. He yeah, might be locked up for 23 hours a day, but I tell you what, 23 hours a day with a roof over your head, three square meals rather than a tent out in the bloody street. I know which one yeah. I pick. Mm. I know. I know. You know, and for taking a life, he's getting that. So yeah, you're you're sti- you're stuff. sticking you're sticking to the life for life, yeah. Hundred percent. I would yeah, sleep easier sure. at night knowing he got electrocuted and died a horrible death, and he's not breathing the same area as me. See, and, and I agree with you. Look, if it, if it was a fat, oh sorry, Eddie, I lost you there. I mean, sorry, Amanda, I meant to say three, but it doesn't matter. It's okay, it's okay, Amanda. Uh, I would agree with Eddie Allen, but my fear is that if we start going down that road, we turn into some sort of savage society again where we kill people for committing crimes. But you that's know, not the savage you, about you go, it. They, they have back, to have uh, a consequence. There has to be consequence yeah. to what they've done. Sitting in a, in a cell, okay, your freedom is gone, but you have everything else. You literally have everything else. You have access to see people coming in to visit you. You're allowed to go and train and study and you can work in kitchens. You can do all sorts of things. As, as that chap said, you get three square meals a day. You're not sitting in at night time thinking, I can't afford to turn the heat on. I'm bloody freezing. None of that applies to them. So, like, mm. sorry. No. Yeah, okay. Well, I, I, I'm, I'm looking here, by the way, the amount of people who have been sentenced to death in America. Now, the numbers have greatly reduced over time. Um, you know, in 2000, 2022, there was 18 people across six states were executed which is not a lot. There was a time it would have been a lot more. What happens is they end up on debt row, as I said, of the Green Mile, as they call it. They end up on debt row for many, many years with many appeals, one after the other, and eventually um, some mayor or governor general or whatever, he'll turn around and say, you're grand, don't kill him, just put him back in jail and put him in a cell for the rest of his life. No, but you see, I think, Niall, if somebody does that kind of a heinous crime, they shouldn't be allowed to have the right to appear. If you're given the death sentence, you're given the death sentence, and that's it. You get into the death row, and off you go. No appeals, no nothing. Yeah, but see, here's the thing, Alan and, and Brady, you'd have to be 100% certain the person who did it, or who, whose claim, who we, we commit or convict for doing it, actually did do it. 
because there there... You go, if, it, if, if you have right so I, I agree with you on that right so uh, for me it's premeditated murder for purposely going out to murder someone and the yeah. facts are there everything is clean cut and you're, you, you are 100% that you're that, that person then I'm sorry if it's premeditated murder you have to go Done, you're done. Now, I see, I'm going to argue with you slightly on this one, right? There have been many murder cases in this country where I have gone, mm, circumstantial evidence, okay, the jury find them guilty beyond a reasonable doubt, etc., 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 but the circumstantial evidence, you know, and I'm not going to get into individual cases, but there's been one case, please don't mention it on the air, been one case in the last 20 years where I have said, I don't know. Um, and whatever about the person, maybe a weirdo, I don't know whether they actually committed the crime or not that they were accused of. So you would say to yourself, maybe the wrong person could be executed. And we've seen that in America many times, Alan, where the wrong person has been yeah, executed. It has, yeah. But, but, but what's the percentage of wrong people that have Oh, been it's, but it's really, hey, Brita, it's really low. It's minuscule. Yeah. But, so, but, it, but it doesn't matter if it's one person, there's something wrong with the system because you've killed an innocent okay, person. But again, coming back, if somebody harmed my lady, I would want them hung up on the tree. I would because if someone else didn't do it, I'd probably end up doing it. Oh no, and I feel and I feel the same. If anybody harmed my wife or whatever or people that I love, I'd be the first one out if I had a gun and put a bullet in their head. Now mind you, I would expect to go to jail for doing that. Can I just have not condoning murder? But I know that's just an emotion. That's the way we feel as human beings. Yeah, but that's I mean but like if if you know if somebody went out and deliberately hurt my lady they don't deserve to breathe the earth on this the, the air on this earth. They don't. Well, hang on. Let me just bring John into the conversation. John, hi. How are you? Hi. Good night. How are you? Good night. Nice to talk to you again, John. John, the death penalty. Well, you know, yes or no? Well, I'm totally opposed to it because I'm one hundred percent pro life, as you know. So I can't be a hypocrite and be pro the death penalty. No, you can. Of course you can, because you're pro-life, so you agree with, the, as you call it, the killing of the unborn child. The unborn child yeah, hasn't yeah. committed a crime. So, of course, you can, you well, can, well, you can well, disagree well, that, with that, that, that and agree with that, the death penalty. That's the difference between the unborn. The unborn has, has harmed nobody. The perpetrator of the mother has, right? But at the same time, I can't, as a Christian and as a pro-life person, endorse one over the other. So, locking them up for the rest of their life, the Joe Riley is of this world, I mean, all these people like uh, Pushka, he should never see the light of day again. I don't agree with this idea of repatriation either because it has been found out in, in, in the past that what happened when they go, you see, there's a lot of bribery goes on in other countries and prisons and stuff like that. Yeah. And the police, you, yeah. you can actually find that a guy maybe has two or three years served and then he's walking the streets in his own country, right? Now, what I find amazing is like the hypocrisy the people there that are, we we'll say, in, in this country that are anti the death penalty, right? Yes, they're pro-abortion, they're anti the death penalty, they're anti horse racing, they're anti greyhound racing, right? But they believe in the death penalty, right? So, I mean, it's total hypocrisy. Total hypocrisy. But John, don't tell me like Alan and Breda, if somebody close to you or somebody that you loved was murdered in cold blood, that you wouldn't want to see them six foot under. Um... Well, you see, the thing is, what I would do there, if I could, I would do it myself. And like you just said there previously, if you're caught, then if I done it in such a way that I got caught, right now, I hope I wouldn't get caught, um, I would then have to, according to, under the law, I would have to be put away. But I mean, I would Well, that makes us just as bad as them, isn't it? Doesn't that make us just as bad as them? I know it's well, revenge, we all want revenge, but does it makes us just as bad, doesn't it? 
Well, you say they're about people there. You say they're about people. We, they don't, murderers don't re-offend. Tell, uh, what about Ted Bundy? Like, what oh, about and, yeah, Jeffrey well, they're serial Dam- killers. They're serial killers. Jeffrey Dambler. I mean, yeah, but generally speaking, the, tr- the crime of murder is less, the people who go to jail for murder are less likely to re-offend when they're released. Because well, you see, you have the, the one-off like, crime. What, what has happened often, the likes of the sentence that Ma- Malcolm MacArthur got about 25 to 30 years, right? Yeah. What has changed now that life now has become only about 12 years and with per, per good behaviour, you could be out in nine, right? That's absolutely ridiculous. And that man should not be walking the streets because, the, and the name of the family is Donald Dunn, right? Donald Dunn, deserves, that's right. Yeah. His name deserves to be mentioned because the man's life was cut short. He was shot in the face. Point blank range with a shotgun. You can imagine the damage that done to his head. His mother couldn't even say goodbye to him because it had to be a closed coffin. Yes, just because the political hassle was around it, and you all know I was involved at the time, right? There was 200 witnesses there to come forward. He was brought in front of a judge. He was told to plead guilty. He pleaded guilty, and he was out of the court in less than 10 minutes. Yet there was 200 witnesses that were never called, and he was never charged to this day with the murder of Donald Trump. Mm. I know. And that's know. wrong. That's wrong. Yeah. Yeah, he went to jail for the murder of Bridie Gargan and, and that was it. No, there, yeah. there, there, there is something that, like, you know, I, I'll go this far when I'll say is that I'm trying to organise something as regards for Donald Dunn. Where was, where was Donald point, from, by the way? Where was Donald from? He's from Tipperary. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. And, 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 the, and for people who don't remember the story, of course, he went there to buy a gun. He did. And he used he was, the gun. He was already after killing Bridie Gargan, bludgeoning her to death. Okay, so was this bef- was, was that was it not before Bridie Gargan that he killed Donald Dunn? No, it was after. Or he, he allegedly killed, killed Donald Dunn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And for those who remember, remember, remember he drove into the Phoenix Park. Bridie Gargan was on her break or she was off work that day. She was yeah. sitting on a base in the blankets. Yeah, 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 sitting there in the sunshine. And he literally yeah. got out of the car, dragged her into the car and brutally killed her. That's right, yeah. So yeah. savage, like, I mean, even by today's standards, I mean, which has a lot of savage murders, like, I mean, which we've covered recently, but that was pure savagery for, at the time. But, but, but what an unusual, not something you wouldn't expect, because this man, of course, was a socialite, and he mixed with yeah. politicians, he was living with the Attorney General, Um, it, it was the most bizarre situation ever, and corrupt. It was indeed. Well, I, I, I'm trying to make inquiries, and I've, I've been trying to do this for a while now, and if I can get someone to take it up, I will... I want that man MacArthur brought in front of a judge and a jury and tried for the murder and tried on trial for the murder of Donald Dunn because Donald Dunn never got justice and that can still happen. Mm. Well, I, so I, 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 know, I know there's no statute of limitations on murder in this country as there would no, be in not, some states. No. Um, but, but in saying that, I don't think that was going to happen at this stage, to be honest with you. John, I, well, I, I, I don't know. I, I know. And I, I, I wish I, you well, I, by the way. I'm trying to get legal advice on that type of... I've met a few brick walls, but I've met yeah. one who maybe I might be able to push through that wall. Hopefully, if mm. I have anything in the future, and I will tell you. Yeah. Okay, okay. Well, well, listen, John, Alan, and Brita, listen, thank you very much indeed. I've got to go into the news. Thank you very much indeed for all, to all of you. So far, by the way, the majority of people, it seems, with the exception of John, um, the, the majority of people are in favour of the death penalty. Now, remember, of course, we cannot reintroduce the death penalty. This is a theoretical question because we can't reintroduce the death penalty because we're part of the European Union, part of the EU. So we must go by EU rules and they don't have the death penalty. We took the death penalty out of our constitution. So there would have to be a referendum even to put it back into the constitution again. Um, I think we took it out back in 2001, as far as I remember. Which, yeah, a lot of people say, God, it was only that recent. Yeah, but we had already abolished the death penalty anyway uh, from a le- from legislative point of view. 
Uh, but it was still in the Constitution up to, the, I think, the latter half of 1999 or 2000 or something like that. Anyway, the point is, do you believe in the death penalty? There's arguments for and against it. Uh, the argument against it is, if you're a Christian, you don't believe in the eye for the eye. Um, some people believe if you murder somebody and you commit a violent crime, sure, to hell with you. Let me know what you think. The number, as usual, by the way, 087-188-008. After the break, by the way, on a lighter note as well, we'll be reading out an interesting email. Uh, actually, I might give it a quick read now, will I? I'll give it a quick read. Okay. Hi, now. Bit of an embarrassing one for you. My wife is in her 50s and dressing like a 25-year-old. She went and did a degree a few years back and started to become friends with alternate types. The young ones, do you know what I mean? Soon she joined Instagram and started following other older women who talk a lot about dressing how you feel. No harm, Niall, but these women appear to have a lot of cash to throw it around. And while they dress like 25-year-olds, some of them actually might be able to pass for 25. Not my wife, though. She looks 55, and she is 50. Uh, she's been wearing short skirts and tights, growing her, uh, grown her hair look, whatever that means. Grown her hair look. Anyway, uh, she got her eyebrows tattooed on her face. <laughs> At her face. Our daughter is only encouraging her, but I. But honestly, I am totally turned off to the point. I just find her. Una, I find her very unattractive now, and not attractive anymore. I think she looks foolish. What should I say? If I say it, she'll eat me alive. Does she owe me her appearance? I think she's going to look uh, back at pictures and feel ridiculous later in life. That comes in from Mark. Okay, so they they call them M dolls. That's the kind of nickname, isn't it? Mutton dressed as lamb. That's the, the old nick, the M dolls. These are women who are in their 60s who got to dress like they're 25 and, you know, they're kind of fishnet stockings and short skirts and knee-high boots and walking around looking like hookers. But anyway, but hey, it's how you feel, isn't it? You know, if you feel 25, go for it. I don't know. Let me just go to Owen. Owen, hi, how are you? Uh, not so bad, and I thanks for asking. No, I came across your program about a year, year and a half ago. But I actually used to be switching over to News Talk and you were the next one. It's, of course, the left. But anyway... Uh, I, I, I'm hoping you prefer me to news talk, by the way. Can I just point out? Uh, uh, yes, you've won there. Yes, you've. I, I listen to you at night. I'm usually in bed by nine o'clock. I'm an old age pensioner. Oh, good bad. I get up early in the mo- I get up early in the morning. But anyway, you've often made the point that, uh, and I think you're dead on. The people, I'm not, I won't talk about what the last contributors were talking about, but the people who could do something about uh, the things, the health thing, uh, they don't care. Mm. They don't care. Now, I'll, I'll tell you a little story now. My wife and I have two, both have two medical cares, right? Both medical cares, right? Somebody sent us out two medical cares. We got one and then we got another one. Same medical care. I got an appointment for a hospital. Ah, but this is nearly a year ago. Then I got an appointment that they, I was cancelled and if I wanted to wait on the waiting list and I sent away this form to Dublin. And now, Away you go, and I sent it uh, about six months later. If I want to remain on the waiting list, I got another forum. You know, mm-hmm. fill out this forum. So mm-hmm. I sent it away last Thursday, actually. Yeah. On Friday, I got a, a letter from the hospital or a, a text message that I had an appointment, and uh, got a letter, got a text message this morning confirming it. The same around six o'clock, I got a uh, what you call. Another text message, blah, blah, blah. And you know what's going to happen next? It's cancelled. Due to circumstances, they aren't our control. Now, there we go. And you have often, the future, I don't listen to a program every night, but sometimes they come along, sometimes they be interested in what you're saying, and sometimes, but, uh, the 
RTE is going to, if it ever, what to call if that can of worms is ever opened up in the HSE, RTE will only be a penny ante. So the point, oh, you're, the well, point you're getting to is the government don't care anyway. So really, we don't care about yeah. health. We don't care about justice. We don't care about anything. We don't care enough. Well, I'm not they don't, they don't care so in some form or other. But I just heard the news this morning now. So many people, so many businesses, 14,000 or 15,000. Can't afford business. their bills, yeah. Yeah, business. Not, not, not individuals. God only knows them. And now, and what really, I think for uh, the cause of be calling you this evening, there, I don't know how many children, children are on a waiting list. Now, I'm an old age pensioner. I'm not going to take in the appointment. They can stick it up wherever the monkey <laughs> puts the nuts. I'm not taking it. I, I, tell, I tell you what, Owen, you're the one caller who's not to get about 20 different topics in there. We've covered cancelled appointments, medical cards, the RTE. Yeah, they're all in there. Okay, but getting back to the topic we're actually talking about, I understand the point you're making. But would yeah. you agree if somebody kills somebody in cold blood uh, no, and no, murder? No, that'll be over my that'll be over my head. We've had all those things again, and you know what? Uh, should they die? Should we should we sentence people look, to death? It's it's beyond my pay grade, to be honest with you. But you say so you don't it have is, an opinion on it. People have discussions, and the, there's people. It's a thing that or people have very strong opinions both for and but, against. But the point you're making is nothing will change. No doubt about it that yeah. innocent people have. Being killed. Being hung before. Oh, yeah. Oh, there's no doubt about that. But the point you're making, Owen, is, and I appreciate the point you're making, is that even if you did, nothing is going to change because everything is just a shit show. And I, I get the point that you're making. Thank you, Owen. Let me go to Martin. Martin, hi. How are you? I'm well, Niall. Good evening. Thank you. <clears throat> Martin, you know, the death penalty is always one of those bones of contention. It is a debate. It can be philosophical, which it is in this case because we will never reintroduce Indeed. it again. Yeah, well... I can tell you what I'm going to say will throw the Liberals into absolute convulsions. They'll be having fits. Because I personally, you know, I heard what John had to say about uh, being pro-life. And a question. Not being a hypocrite. And I understand his point of view. And I I absolutely respect his point of view. I regard myself as a Christian. I am deeply offended and hurt and feel ashamed that my taxes are being, the tax that's taken out of the money that I have to work hard for every day and have worked hard for for the past 40, nearly 45 years. Now, that money is going to promote and facilitate abortions of innocent, healthy children. But when it comes to the death penalty, I would say if there's going to be if there was going to be value from it, yes, I would absolutely support. I think Malcolm MacArthur deserved the death penalty. I think so many of them deserve the death penalty. But to make it really valuable and to make it work, what I would do is anyone who was serving time in prison for a violent crime against anyone, I don't care what, if they're serving time for violence, if there is a death, if there was to be a death penalty, an execution, and my preference, not for the gore value, but just for the, the sake of it, so quick and it's 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 done and over, would it either be a firing squad or the guillotine? But I would make sure that anyone who was serving time in prison for a violent crime has to witness it and understand 
that if they continue down that road, there could well be the same consequence for them. That's that's where mm. the real value of it comes from. You know, but, but, but the re- yeah, but Martin, behind- you know, you're an intelligent man. You've probably looked at some of the research. The research in states in America where they do have the death yeah. penalty for homicide, it shows that it doesn't reduce the amount of homicides. It's not a deterrent. That's what I'm, that's what I'm saying, Niall. Mm. It's it's done behind closed doors. It's it's done in gas chambers with a few people witnessing, and the people witnessing. Well, lethal injection, possibly- generally speaking, but 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 in, okay. U- in Utah they still have the firing squad. Yeah. But, but you see, the, the the problem there is that the, there is there is no there was no real valuable return to society on the death of this person mm. that's going to be executed, because the people you have witnessing it are possibly press, uh, some police, I presume, victims, families, possibly, yeah, and the legal teams from both sides. Whereas if you had if you brought in a thousand. Violent criminals, people who are in prison for violent crimes, and you said, "Now you're going to watch this. You're going to see the consequences of what happens when someone." And I'm not. Ta- I'm, I'm not obviously. I'm not talking about for for things like what the what the French call uh, crime of passion. Mm. You know, a, a crime of passion, or for for manslaughter where it, it wasn't meant, but for premeditated murder, premeditated murder. I would yes. I would have people executed, but I would make people who are going down that road actually view that execution and watch it and tell them, now this could be in line for you. Get your act together when you get out of here. Don't continue down the road you're going down because you could be the next one going up against that wall for the firing squad or going well, up see, on that here's, platform. Here's my problem with what you're saying, Martin, and I don't disagree with you. As a member of my family, I'd be quite happy to see it happen, right? But here's, here's where I disagree with you. You're the very one who comes on the air every night and your morals would be very similar. Well, not every night. Well, not every night. Sorry. But your morals would be very similar to mine, right? In, in a lot of ways, okay? Some things we disagree on, right? And and yes, what you're promoting here is uncivilized. Um, We live in a civilized. We do live in a civilized society, and I don't. I'm not. I'm not having a go at you, Martin. I'm just saying because if somebody did something to my wife, I would be the first one to go and put a bullet in his head. Now, mind you, I'd expect to go to jail for that. But I'm. What I'm saying is. That's what we all feel, a bit of revenge. We want revenge through the Japanese system. No, they no, no, you, know. I, you see, you're, you're taking No, no, I know, I know what you mean. Context. I know what you mean, I do. You're taking me completely out of I'm not talking about for revenge. I'm not talking about revenge. I'm talking about practicality. But you're still doing it. We're still doing the act of killing somebody, state-funded killing. Well, the state has no problem killing unborn children. That's, it's a different. I, I understand. No, that no, no, it, it is a different debate. It, it, it's a different debate, but it's still the same. It's still the same moral issue. You're still taking a human life and using my taxes to do it. So I, I don't. I don't, but, uh, yeah, I don't. And I and I, you know, I'm. I can't obviously get into it too much, but at the moment, but but I don't agree with abortion. And you probably know that. And most people who listen to me probably know that. Um, I'm going to be fair and say I don't judge people either for making their own decisions in their own life. And that's just because I don't walk a mile in their shoes, right? But in saying that, the Supreme Court disagree with you, Martin. I know you disagree with the Supreme Court because the Supreme Court says the unborn child has no rights. 
Um, and yeah. and I don't I don't personally agree with that. Um, but the Supreme well, Court has decided that's the fact. You and, see, you see. Sorry, go ahead, now. And I I do believe they're two separate issues. Firstly, you're talking about an unborn child who has committed no crime and is innocent. Um, yeah. And now we're talking and we're comparing or we're using that as an analogy to refer to, you know, a man or woman who's committed a very serious, heinous crime, you know, against another human being for no particular reason. So I think using the two in the same analogy, I think, is unfair to both debates. Um, I accept what you say, they're separate debates. But the moral issue, to me, is it, it, they're comparable. I mean, I get what you say about the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court and the, 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 uh, the, the referendum on the Constitution have now said that the Constitution does not protect the right to life of an unborn child. But you see, I was once told by somebody who is in a political party and is actually a barrister that now the state gives, the actually the Constitution gives women the right to have an abortion. And it doesn't. It never did. Because all the what what the what the what the Constitution did was at one time, it guaranteed to protect a right that is pre-existing. Mm-hmm. It's a pre-existing right. So the state simply removed the protection of that right. It didn't automatically give a right. No, I know. I understand. To somebody, anyone. I, I, yeah. I know you understand. I'm just. I'm. I'm kind of. I'm. I'm walking my way through the through the kind of matrix here of where my thoughts are going. I honestly, I'm not talking about for voyeurism or for revenge. What I'm saying is, I have no, I have no real, I have obviously, I would rather see nobody be executed because I'd rather see nobody commit a heinous crime. But if you do commit that heinous crime, if your life is going to be taken, I think there should be a value to society for the loss of your life. The value I see to society would be to say to every every violent criminal that we have in our jails in this country, if an execution is taking place, we're taking you to view that. Mm. And you will view it. You won't be allowed to close your eyes or anything like that. I'd, I'd make sure that behind every every violent criminal, there's, there's, a, there's somebody with a stun gun to make them open their eyes and watch it. And, and I'm, not ta- I'm not talking about for revenge. I'm not talking about again. I'm not talking about just for the sake of violence. I'm talking about the value that could come from, in my, in my estimation, there's no point in executing somebody behind closed doors. There really isn't. No, because it just, because gets, it just gets a paragraph in the news. Yeah. Exactly. But if you make people who are going down a particular path, I mean, you have so many young people who are, who are involved in, in in crime, no, you know, I, and I, I, no, I, I, sorry for interrupting, but I get the point you're making because, and I'm going to use uh, Joseph Pushka as an example. So, you know, he was convicted, he was sentenced to life in jail, mandatory life sentence in jail uh, last week. You know, unusually, um, it's still in the papers every now and again, small paragraphs about things about his life back in Romania or whatever it was, right? But in a week's time, he will be no more. There will be no mention of his name. Yep. Uh, Ashling Murphy, sadly, her story hopefully will yep. never be forgotten, but it'll be out of the news and something else will take over in the news. And yep. and the point you're making is is that there's no impact. There's no 
ramifications. There's exactly. no, there's nothing to witness. He gets taken away, exactly. put into handcuffs, I, and I, put into a cell, and that's it. Forgotten. I, my my main point is that you know, from a moral perspective, you know, I do, I do kind of I think well, you know, a life for a life, but not in every not in every circumstance, right? Not in every circumstance, but when somebody commits a really heinous crime, a violent crime. And not just necessarily murder. I'm talking, you know, I'm talking about other crimes that that people might commit. You know, particularly serial rapists or or paedophiles or whatever. If they are to be executed, there is no value in doing it behind closed doors. Okay, do me a favor. Stay there for a second, Martin, if you can. Let me go to Cathy as well. Cathy, hi. How are you? Hey, Neil. How are you getting on? Good, Cathy. Cathy, what what do you think? Do you agree with the death penalty? Uh, Look, do you know what? The first thing I'm going to say is that there was no... I could not personally uh, promote an uncivilised act as the death penalty. I listened to John earlier on and he was talking about Malcolm MacArthur yeah. and um, the murder of Donald Dunn, which he was never done for. Yeah. And as you said, he said, I think it was Paddy Connolly was the Attorney General at the time, and that's whose house he was found in at the time. I could be wrong on that. I think I, I think you're know, right, yeah. Yeah, Pilot View. I think that's who it was. Yeah. Pardon? I remember the Taoiseach yeah. at the time was away. It wasn't the Taoiseach away at the time in America, and he was called back or something like that. I can't remember. There was a whole hoo-ha about it. it, was, it, it, it yeah, yeah. yeah, it nearly collapsed the government. Anyway, yeah. sorry, Cathy, the, the point you're making, getting back oh, to the death penalty, go on. I, by the way, Cathy, are you on a speakerphone? Because you sound like you're over the other side of the room. Yes, I am. And you know what? I have the earpods in because I have a cow dude calf in a few minutes. Oh, you've <laughs> you've a cow calving in a few minutes, <laughs> right? Yeah. Okay, okay. Well, go on and make Cathy go on. Make uh, your point. Uh, and yeah, my point is that I I hate the fact that Joe Riley um, is going to be left loose, as I would call it. And he has become a barrister since he went in. That's right, yeah. And as far as I, yeah, and as far as I know, uh, Malcolm MacArthur is going around in three pin suit, mm-hmm. and he's something legal as well. That's what I disagree with. I disagreed with you in the beginning when you said no, they shouldn't be sent back to their own country. They should be kept here. But I agree with you. They should be, but they shouldn't be given all those things. In other words, they shouldn't they, should they shouldn't be allowed to educate themselves and to do courses in law and better themselves. But is it, but isn't but yeah, but hold on. Is that not the point of prison? Uh, prison is not just about revenge or, you know, retribution. It's about rehabilitation. Yeah, but sure now, you know what sure you're paying taxes and everything. Sure. Go out and kill someone, get yourself an education and then go on and become a barrister and live the rest of your life happy Yes, days. but but here it is, Cathy. But, but hang on, the justice system is what it is and murderers do get back out of jail at some point, right? So that's right. the system we have. I would much rather they come out of jail educated without a possibility of them reoffending than come out scumbags who are going to go out and kill the first person they see. Okay, well that's okay. Well then I want to a lighter note and I will oh. tell you, I used to work with young people and I often had a head-to-head with Gardy, um because maybe they were caught with no tax or they had an old motorbike or whatever. And if, if they had that on their record, 
they could not get a visa. They were professional, uh, young professional sports people, and they could not get a visa to go to a different country. Mm-hmm. And yet here you are with all these lads coming out as barristers and no, I know, I know. There seems a level of unfairness about the whole thing. But generally speaking, Kathy, you don't agree, or you do agree with the death penalty. Which is it? Oh, God, no, I couldn't. No. You don't agree with it? No, then it just goes there. No, I don't. No. Well, it gives you a good slap in the ear, like, you know, but, like... So, no. so, what, so what should happen to somebody who murders somebody in cold blood? Why, how long should they get in jail? The rest of their life? 25 years? Yeah, personally, I, personally, I don't think they should come out. Okay. I don't think they should have a right to meet with the family when the person that passed away hasn't got the right to see the family. Mm. No, I get that. Uh, and, and there's also the financial aspect of it as well. I don't know if anyone cares about that. 25 years is two and a half million. Yeah, well, you know, and you no. have the... Oh, now, I'm not going to go on to... Sorry um, for interrupting that man there, and I totally respect him, what he said about the abortion issue and everything, and I went a bit offline. And I'd go a bit offline with saying, well, look at the elderly there and they're struggling to pay their bills. And the likes of these shitheads are getting in and they don't have any bills and they're getting educated and they're coming out and, hey, happy days. Yeah, no, I, I get why that people could feel bad about that. Sorry, Martin, what are you trying to say there? Yeah, look, <clears throat> this idea of of um, recidivism and, you know, if you send somebody to, to jail, we get an education and they come out as a barrister or whatever else. And it's funny, it seems kind of perverse to me that a lot of them seem to go into the legal yeah. end of things. It's bizarre, isn't it? Well, I, I think the, well, reason, now, well, the reason for that, Martin, is they're generally studying to try and get themselves looking, out of jail. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly, exactly. But at the end of the day, they're doing it on our dime. And at the end of the day, would you engage anyone who's become a barrister in prison? No. For legal no. purposes. No. no. So there, and I don't believe there are, I'd say there are so few people who would. So there are, that, that is of no real benefit to but, society. But can you, now, can you, you imagine having Joe O'Reilly represent you in a court of law with a jury looking no, on, saying, no, you know, do I trust this lot? No, you're, you're immediately prejudicing yourself. Yeah, of course. But, but if, you t- if you take a young fl- or a young one or whatever, a middle-aged person, whatever, who maybe didn't get the best start and they go in and they get a trade and they come out with something useful. Yes. Then I've I've no issues with that. Absolutely no issue. But putting somebody through law school, giving giving somebody and I know they don't actually go out and and, and you know, they're not they're not going to the uh to right. the law colleges. No. But like it's still it's still expensive and it's done on our dime. And what do we get out of it? Well, we don't get well, anything. Well the, the the one thing that well they'll say that we get out of it is that the justice system is what it is and it does allow people to return to society. It's not like America where you go to jail for the rest of your natural life. So it allows people to return to society, be it in 25 or 30 years, as the Minister for Justice is now saying, which is not yeah, a huge amount of difference. So well, I would prefer that they come out, you know, educated with less possibility of them killing somebody else, which is, by the way, so unlikely I. unlikely to do anyway. But absolutely, then come out as comeback. Yeah, so would I, and that's that gets back to my point. If you if you take young people who are involved in in selling drugs and whatever, and all the violence that's that's involved in that, I think if you it, like if the state were to say to anyone who's in, who's in prison for a violent crime, particularly for things like that, if there was 
if we did have the death penalty in this country and someone was being executed, I'm not looking for revenge. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. It wouldn't be for voyeurism. I'm talking about taking those people, bringing them into wherever this is going to take place and saying, now you're going to witness this because you're heading down a road that could take you here and we're trying to prevent you going that way. And I just, like, you know, when it comes to justice in this country, you know, I, I can't remember the man's name, but a, a man went to prison for, I think it was four or five years for selling garlic. That's right. Well, he you know, misrepresented the garlic as apples or something, wasn't it? Yeah. Okay. okay, okay. I'm not... I, now, I'm not I, yeah, but, I, but everyone uses that case as an example. Can I just point out, by the way, he did appeal, that was appealed as the sentence was too harsh yeah. and it was reduced, I think, to six months or something like that. Yeah. That, that was and a ridiculous that, sentence. That, at the end of the day, all of that cost us as taxpayers, both for the for the initial case and the appeal. It should have been done properly. It shouldn't. It, there was no way should that sentence have been handed down. It was well, ridiculous. I, I'm always of the view, uh, in that particular case, or in any case like that, which is a case of fraud, um, I'm always of the view that people shouldn't go to jail. They should be given community service. Yeah. Well, I mean, the whole the whole thing there was that that was ba- that was basically being pushed by by Europe, in my opinion, because you have all these you have all these little automatons in Europe who decide, you know, they're in offices beside each other, and they decide, oh, well, we, you know, we'll, we apply a particular tariff to to, to, to garlic or to. I, I, yeah, I, I remember reading about that at the time. The, the tariff on apples was only like 5%, but the tariff on garlic was like 35% for some because garlic Because garlic is a bulb, and bulbs have a have a, 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 a premier tax attached to them because they're a luxury item. Oh, you know, right, okay. Tulips and things like that. <laughs> okay. And that's that's why that's why that was done. But I mean, to me, garlic is food. You know, that's 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 ridiculous. You know, yeah. I, I don't eat tulips, but I do eat garlic. You know, that, that's that's why that sentence was handed down. He, well, no, he, was, he was he was being made an example of. Exactly. Yeah. But not because not because it was fraud, it was because it was fraud against a particular interest group. Mm-hmm. Do you understand what I'm saying? No, like no, if I do. someone commits fraud against if someone commits fraud against you, do you really think that they would have? They would have the kind of sentence that was handed no, down. So the idea, the idea of justice, justice, you know, not only should it be done, it should be seen to be done. That old expression, justice must be seen to be done, and things must be done in a judicious manner. But we all remember the reason for the outcry at that particular time when the man went to jail for six years for garlic, because in the same day, the same judge, or maybe the next day, the same judge. Um, gave a six-month suspended sentence to somebody for having like 10,000 porn images of children under the age of 12 or something ridiculous like that. So that was why there was such outcry over that particular sentence. You put somebody in jail for garlic for six years and you let somebody walk free from a courtroom, you know, who's watching kids, you know? And can anyone anyone in conscience say that that judge should be on the bench? No, and that question has been asked a million times over the last five years, but unfortunately, as you know, uh, the state has to be separate from the judiciary. Oh, yeah. yeah, well, th- there can't be interference. But but I, I, I obviously can't get into it there, but there can't be interference between the state and the judiciary. And, and by the way, that's not a bad thing. Um, but no, 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 yeah. no. Stay, well, stay there for a second. Let me go. It gets, gets complicated now. Jane, hi. Or Sarah Jane, hi. How are you? How's it going? Sarah Jane, the death penalty, getting back to the original topic just very quickly as our last caller on this one. Do you believe the death penalty is the right way to deal with murder? It depends the type of murder. It depends on what type of murder. Okay, so a, yeah. br- a brutally vicious murder, yes, but a murder that's... 100%, yeah. 
You can't contribute to society getting to that family. I'd even pull the trigger myself. But what, even what's the difference in a brutally vicious murder and somebody who just comes up behind somebody and shoots them once in the heart or something? Well, I, I, there is accidental murders out there. No, that's manslaughter. I don't believe they... Well, that's yeah, manslaughter. I don't think they should get the death penalty. I think no. anybody that murders somebody like vindictively and mm. stuff like that, yeah. Yeah, but there is no such like, thing really as accidental murder. Well... There can be, you know, like. Well, give me, give me an example of accidental murder. Maybe we're just confused, okay? But give me an example of what you mean by accidental murder. Um, uh, say two people know each other and they're messing around and you shoot somebody by accident. Well, that's not murder. That's manslaughter. Well, manslaughter. Oh, yeah, okay. Right. So, so they, somebody. they, yeah, they wouldn't get a life sentence in the first place, and they wouldn't in any country get the death penalty. Yeah, but you're talking about Ireland, right? Yeah, like, I know. People look for longer, like for doing not so much crazy stuff. Than I know. The justice system is all over the place. I get that. But so, Sarah, you do, you do agree with the death penalty, and and you'd pull the trigger yourself, as you said. Are we not then? I are we not then as bad as the murderers? No, 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 I don't think we are. I like I know people say like I don't know, Catholics and have you no mercy and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, people like that had no mercy when you were out killing people. But if somebody know? went out tonight and killed your husband in cold blood, and yes, I hope that never happens, but they killed your husband and you knew who it was and then you got yourself a gun and went out to that person's house and killed them, are you not just as bad? No, I'd be stupid to do that. I wouldn't do that. But I'm just but saying, I'm just saying if you did, if you did, you'd be just as bad, wouldn't you? Of course I would. But then, but then is, is that not the same as the death, is that not the same as the death penalty, that the state are essentially murdering somebody for murdering but somebody? Like, like, now you think about it, you think you'd be, right, you have somebody in prison, right, you know the money it's costing the state, Oh, I know, right? 85 grand you know, a year, yeah. Like, mm. like, and then you have to, like, I was shocked listening to half of the callers there saying that your man has it a degree and whatever he has a degree in. Like, he's no more to contribute to society. Like, so why are they letting him out? Why are they allowing him getting degrees? Because nobody in their right frame of mind is going to employ him. You know what I mean? Like, he's not to contribute to society. He's better off going no. off into a different parts of the country and walking straight, straight, straight into the sea. Martin, yeah, but, hang on, so Martin wants to say something there. Go ahead, Martin. Yeah, sorry, no, I, I, I really, sorry for interrupting there, but I really think you have to draw a line. There's a distinction between a judicial execution and murder. Murder, okay, they, they both have one thing in common in that they'd be premeditated, okay? And there's a dead but, body at the end of it. Yeah. Okay, they've two things in common. And then you have families, but, like you have the wider circle there out there as well. Like okay, okay, yeah. Okay. But the, the okay, thing, let Martin the finish the point. Go ahead, Martin. Yeah, sorry. The thing that they, the thing that they don't have in common is that murder is normally for personal gain, the most personal pleasure, yeah, or to hide to hide a previous crime. You know what I mean? Where you don't want to witness. Yeah. Now, none of those would be the case when the state are performing a judicial execution. 
So it's not more like I would never. I th- I think it's I think it's disingenuous to say it's murder when it's a judicial when it's a judicial execution. No, by de- not well, murder. Well, well, it is by definition. Like. By definition, sorry, by definition, murder is a premeditated crime or a premeditated it's, killing it's, of a human being. Yes, but what's the but and the, mo- motive, and the motive? Well, the motive the motive is for a state's point of view. The motive is revenge for killing somebody else. A retribution for killing somebody else. So there is a motive. But that's only if it's premeditated, Niall, mm. isn't it? Well, well, it would be but if the state was doing it. Like, have you to let them do like a Mickey Mouse sentence? No, well, nobody's saying that. No, no, no. I, I would never agree with a Mickey Mouse sentence. I personally believe and anybody who murders anybody should go to jail for the rest of their life. Right? I'm not. I know people are going to hate me on air for saying this, right? But you're talking about Ashley Murphy, like, and. It's very sad that happened, what happened to that girl, right? It's tragic. But there's hundreds, yeah. But you have other people out there, their sons, their daughters, their mothers and their fathers were in the exactly same situation and nobody gave them a look in. Nobody even mentioned it in social media. Nobody said anything about it. And I think just in society alone, the country is the worst when it comes to killing. And, and, and you know what? You are a hundred. You are a hundred percent right. But that doesn't mean yeah. that Ashley Murphy's case shouldn't have got shouldn't have been as high profile as it, as it was. It means that every you know, case should be high see, profile. Exactly. But you didn't see like Michael D. Higgins at every one's funeral, and you didn't see the guard. You know, I I uh, I, th- I think Sarah, you know, what we have to understand is, you know, when a woman goes for a walk or a jog along a canal she should be able to do it safely. And, and and I think it raised a really important issue. And it wasn't just about that individual case. I mean, it was to highlight a problem in society. And yes, every single murder is just as important. I'm not disagreeing with you. And they all should get equally as much airtime. Um, but that doesn't reduce, that. it shouldn't take away from the fact that we should have gave less airtime to the murder of Ashling Murphy. Because no, it was I'm tragic. Not yeah. No, but I'm, 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 it just like, it, like, it just, it just annoys me, and I'm sure I'm not the only one that thinks like that. And I strongly believe the person that did that, like, I think prison is mm. too good for him. Like, and then oh, no, I, I think everybody agrees with prison is too good for him. By the way, somebody just texted in Martin and said, can you ask Martin um, if he would be the executioner? And if the answer is yes, well, I'll find out if the answer is yes first. Martin, would you be the executioner? If the state called on me to do it, Un- unlike what some other people are saying, I would not, even in my heart, I would not want to go out and take somebody else's life for revenge. Okay, but but if the, but, but but if, you could if, be but, the executioner. But if it was just like if it was just like they have the draft in America where there's a lottery system, and you're told, listen, it's your turn. You're up now. Like jury duty. Yes, I would do. Okay, and then yes, the per- okay, so the person finishes the question by saying, if he answers yes, ask him how, as a Christian, he squares that off with the commandment of thou shalt not kill. Well, I can square it off with my conscience. You know, I mean, I'm not telling other people who profess Christianity that they should do it. Mm. You know, there are, I'm, I'm just, I'm taking it from my perspective Right, I, yeah. I, the, the idea, the idea of killing, I find reprehensible in any degree. But 
if things are being done fairly, if the state are saying, listen, we're doing this to protect everyone, and that, that plays into into what was just mentioned there about, yes, Ashling's case was, it was horrible and tragic, but it did get a huge amount of coverage. And yet there are other cases that get very little coverage. They might get a few paragraphs in the paper or whatever else, or it's on RTA for a day or whatever. But the, I, I keep coming back to the point. I am not rabidly in 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 favor of of executing people you know for 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 spitting on the on the pavement or for or for jaywalking I, I, i'm not going down the road. what i'm saying is i personally have no i have no objection to the death penalty if it brings benefits i'm saying i see no benefit in taking somebody in behind closed doors and putting them to death when it's not on view to people who are who are possibly likely to go down that road. Now, now. real people, real opinions. Nighttime talk with Niall Boylan. Ireland's classic hits radio.